Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey team, it's Dave, Matt and Jess here, just dropping into your feed to tell you what you're about to hear. There's a little audio version of our web series that we've been working on and putting out on the stupid old channel. Yeah, we've got how many episodes out now? A few. This is number four. Of nine. Whoa. Uh, A number I, you know... Still feel uncomfortable with, but um, that's well, we, okay. We told you, Jess, we're happy for you to do an extra report. And I said, you go fuck yourself, you <laughs> sons of bitches. I will not do any more work. So we agreed on nine. Oh, yes. Um, so three each. <laughs> but they're over at the Stupid Old Channel, and they're a lot of fun. Um, but we thought we would chuck in the audio of last week's episode to, you know, Wet your whistle. Yes, wet the whistle of your ears. Yeah. But if, if you give your wet whistle, give your wet willy. Because it totally works as a podcast. But uh, if you want to see it in full high definition, yeah, with an amazing set, we've got animations. Um, I I put makeup on the boys. I put makeup on the boys. I don't want to give away too much, but this is the egg throwing incident. So there's a lot of eggs in this episode. Yes, a lot of egg animation. Yeah. So uh, there's so much to look forward to. Uh, if you want to watch it all, listen to it. There's a link in the description of this episode that you can easily click if you want to watch the video of it. But apart from that, enjoy this. The 1917 Egg Throwing Incident. In 2019, 17-year-old Will Connolly made worldwide news when he egged a senator. Australia and the media dubbed this young crusader Egg Boy. But did you know that he wasn't the original Egg Boy? In many ways, he was the second coming. This is the story of the 1917 egg-throwing incident. Hello and welcome. My name is Dave Warnke and I'm sitting here in a lovely library with Jess Perkins and Matt Stewart. Hello. Hey, did you notice that you said coming and neither of us laughed? <laughs> that, was, that showed a lot of restraint. And personal growth from us. Well, what they don't know is that was my 17th take. <laughs> and I laughed don't every other shut time. Shut up. I mean oh professionalism. <laughs> That's what we're all about here. Where, look at this. Fake library. I mean, real library. Real library. We're in. Real library. Real plant. Yep. Yep. Uh, real uh, face. Real horse. This is a real horse. <laughs> don't look below, but there's a full horse <laughs> body under there. 
Uh, we're here to talk about uh, some egg incidents here today. How do you feel about eggs? Very negatively. I thought that might be the case, Jess. Yeah, I don't oh. like eggs. Yeah, I, I want to be better and not eat them, but geez, poached was a bit avocado on Vegemite on toast. I tell you what, that's starting your morning right. <laughs> but also, you know, if the vegans out there doing great work. That's great. I want to be better and eat more eggs because right. I think that this is a great breakfast. <laughs> I love them. If people want to throw eggs at me, if they're cooked and on a plate and not thrown, the egg I will accept cooked. those. So if people want to serve eggs to you. Yes, please. That is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, sure. That makes more sense. Well, we're here to talk about the uh, two egg throwing incidents. And just in case people aren't familiar, Egg Boy was the name given to 17-year-old Will Connolly. I'm sure you remember. This was big news in Australia. Oh, yeah. Uh, in March 2019, the legend of Egg Boy was born when he egged Queensland Senator Fraser Anning, whilst Anning was speaking at a political meeting in Melbourne. So the whole thing was caught on film. <laughs> Let's take a look at it. There's Anning there. Bam! Bang. Got an egg and then copped one in the face from a senator. Yeah. Punching a 17-year-old. Yeah. Natural reaction. Hitting a kid. <laughs> I reckon the first one is instinct. Do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Someone just hits you in the head. You don't know what it's an egg or what. I reckon... Oh, I'm not going to start defending him. All right. <laughs> yeah, you're going down a dangerous... <laughs> I forgot who we were talking about. Well, the reason you won't start defending him is... I'm, I've got here... Now, if you don't know who Fraser Anning is, which some of our overseas watchers may not know, frankly, you don't want to know. <laughs> uh, he wasn't and still isn't very popular in our country. Uh, he was uh, anti-immigration, anti-Muslim and supported the extreme right. And you might be wondering, who would vote for a guy like that? Well... He received just 19 below-the-line first-preference votes. So just 19 people singled him out and voted for him. But he got into the Senate when another right-wing climate change denier, Malcolm Roberts... (laughs) Our Senate's weird. Uh, He got kicked out for not being an Australian citizen. Right. So... who stepped Was up to the anti-immigration? The guy got kicked out <laughs> for not being a <laughs> Look, I just want to I say... I can come here, yeah. but others cannot. Please. I think this all proves our system works anyway. Yeah. Well, let me tell you more about why Fraser Anning was egged. There is a method possibly to the madness. Uh, Fraser Anning made headlines when just moments after the Christchurch mosque shootings in New Zealand, in which 51 people were callously murdered by an Australian man, Fraser Anning tweeted, quote, Does anyone still dispute the link between Muslim immigration and violence, end quote. He later doubled down on this stance and said, quote, the real cause of bloodshed on New Zealand streets today is the immigration program which allowed Muslim fanatics to migrate to New Zealand in the first place, end quote. So there he is blaming the victims of the shooting. Mm-hmm. And people from all sides of politics rightly condemned his horrible comments. It's hard to follow the logic. There. Yeah, that doesn't make it's, a lot of sense. So people came out and said their horrible comments, but only one man, or boy, took matters into his own hands and egged Anning a couple of days after the comments. Mm. And this video went viral and Egg Boy became a sensation. His face was plastered on T-shirts. He was interviewed on national TV. He graced magazine covers around the country. And he even got made into an action figure. He also uh, went to Splendour in the Grass and was interviewed at the forum there. So, I mean, you know, yada, yada, yada. Did you get to meet him? Yeah. You met Egg Boy. Actually, I saw him in the tent backstage. I didn't want to hassle him. Right. I got nervous. (laughs) Can you sign my egg? (laughs) He was a big deal for a while, wasn't he? Huge deal. I think he got over half a million Instagram followers almost instantly. Mm. He was a big deal. Has he done any other sort of egg incident since? I'm waiting for the Egg Boy rap remix. <laughs> egg, 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 egg. 
He's on talk shows egging hosts. Conan's like, come on. Do let's it. do it. Do the thing. We all know. A GoFundMe crowdfunding campaign was started to cover his legal costs and raised almost 100000 Australian dollars, which uh, Egg Boy donated to the survivors of the Christchurch terrorist attack. $100,000, what is that in today's money? Uh, with inflation, it is almost a hundred. Because it was about, it was something like three hundred dollars off a hundred thousand, which would have really upset you. It was so close. Mm. If anything, you should have made that final donation. I didn't know to get him bang on. I can't go back in time and make a donation, Dave. Can't you? Can I, Evan? Do you know how to time travel works? <laughs> Can I go back in time and make a donation, <laughs> Evan? <laughs> Evan's left. <laughs> He's sick of our dumb questions. <laughs> uh, Eggboy denied being affiliated with any groups or political organisations and said that he was just pro-humanity. Yeah. I also assume pro-eggs. Uh, well, I assume, well, I don't know. He kind of he wasted an egg. Yes. Maybe he's not. Anti-egg. Yeah. Just like you. His mum, I think I remember his mum sort of saying, like, obviously I don't think he should have egged him, but also pretty proud that he stood up for what he believes in. And I was like, yeah, Eggboy mum. Sit on that fence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I think Eggboy also came out and said that he, he admitted that what he did was wrong. Right. When he was interviewed on the project. Yeah. Oh, right. But still, I mean, a lot of... Uh, it was big debate as well. People were coming out... Huge, very heated social debate. Social media, some um, people with large following saying that he was a hero. Other people coming out saying that, I don't care what Fraser Running said, you can't just go around egging people. Yeah. I, I like when those debates happen because I'm easily swayed. I'm like, yeah... Of course he should have egged that guy. And I'll read another thing there. Hmm. But maybe he should definitely not have egged that guy. <laughs> no, hang on a second. What this other guy says means, yes, he should have egged that man. So are you just, the last opinion you've read is what you usually go with? The last one I, I heard is uh, Eggboy's mum sitting on the fence. So <laughs> yeah. now I'm, not, I'm undecided. Confusing. <laughs> uh, in the end, Eggboy and Fraser Anning both avoided charges, but Eggboy did receive an official caution. You'd be pleased to know that a couple of months after the egging, Fraser Anning lost his seat. So thankfully, he's no longer a senator. Another weirdo took him his place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <stepped> <laughs> We've got dozens of weirdos ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. Waiting in the wings. I've got a replacement uh, right-wing host ready to step up at any time. <laughs> any time. It's Fraser Anning. Hello, Fraser. Nope. All right. It's not, we're not on a... He doesn't have a mic on. Yeah, not on first-name terms. I should have called him Mr. Anning. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> But Connolly wasn't the original Aussie egg boy. Over 100 years earlier, two young men egged then Prime Minister Billy Hughes. Billy Hughes. Billy Hughes. Do you know much about Billy? No. Nah. Yeah, Billy the wild dog Hughes. He is a wild dog. Honestly, he's a wild dog. He's, he's a, a wild dog. Oh, he's a wild dog. Literally. It's yes. a dog. <laughs> yeah, uh, he... I did not know we had a dog Prime Minister. He's a dingo. Uh, uh, you want to carry this motion? Uh, all... All eyes or woofs? Woof, woof. Okay. All right, Mr. Prime Minister. <laughs> he would if if he was around today, he probably would have been ready to step up in a Fraser Browning seat. He was that kind of weirdo. He allegedly. Was, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's dead. We can talk about him like that. Uh, Billy Hughes is a bit of a political legend in Australia, holding the record for being the longest-serving member of Parliament. In total, he served for over fifty years. Oh my God. Retire. Well, sadly, all good things must come to an end. And the only thing that could stop his career was he died in 1952 at the age of 90. He, he was, was still working he when was he was still 90. working in the, in the parliament at age 90. Oh, my God. And he was a dog. So Incredible. in dog years, that's like 630. That's an wow. old dog. Good on him. What a good innings. What an old dog. What a good boy. I wonder if they taught him any new... 
uh, policies or anything like that. <laughs> no, he can't be swayed. Uh, over 50 years, he represented six political parties during his career, leading five, outlasting four, and being expelled from three. Nice. Wow. He was also our Prime Minister uh, from 1915 to 1923, a period that included most of World War I. And Billy Hughes was a bit of a badass. At the 1919 Paris Peace Conference that followed World War I, which Billy Hughes demanded Australia should be represented at, US President Woodrow Wilson thought that this Australian was asking too much for the size of this tiny little country. Oh, Woodrow. Woodrow. He said, this is Woodrow, quote, but after all, you only speak for five million people. To which Prime Minister Hughes replied, quote, I represent 60,000 dead. Oh. And and they're coming for you. (laughs) You don't let us in. (laughs) We have zombies. I press this button. And a bunch of zombies are coming for oh, you. Oh, don't. Okay, oh, you know what, if you want. And that's how we won World War One. <laughs> now, one of the most controversial times of his career as Prime Minister was during World War One, when Hughes was in favour of conscription for overseas military service. In 1916, Hughes and the Labor Party put forth a plebiscite, which is a big vote where Australians got asked the question, do you support conscription? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? And they voted no. Hughes, who, remember, was the Prime Minister, had pushed for conscription during this time, but a lot of his Labor colleagues were against the idea and it got to the point where the infighting split the party into two factions. Oh, never split the party. Never split the party. (laughs) We've learnt this. (laughs) Uh, Billy Hughes was expelled from the Labor Party, which he was the leader of. They kicked him out. And he and some other Labor members formed a new party, which eventually became the Nationalist Party of Australia. This party also teamed up with his conservative opposition, the Commonwealth Liberal Party. So he got kicked out, got a few members, got people from the other side that, you know, a week before he would have been saying, you're all, you're all wrong, you're all liars. Now they formed a new party. The following year, Billy Hughes won the election with this new party to stay on as Prime Minister. Oh, wow. And his Labour colleagues that kicked him out were probably like, ah, oh, ah, oh, crap. Damn it. But that's kind of like... That would be a bit unheard of, of creating a new party and then winning. Yeah, it's crazy. With that unknown new party. It was a different time back then, obviously. Because there were, like, Federation only happened at, like, less than two decades earlier. Yeah. So they were all kind of new parties already. Yeah, true. I think there was a lot more movement back then. But now it's been a two-party system for so long, it would be bizarre for that to happen. Mm. Like, I've made up this new party. It's called uh, Jeff's Super Awesome uh, <laughs> Politicians Gang. And uh, um, I'm running for, what's the top job? Prime Minister. I want that. That's oh, fine Jeff, what are your policies? Um, more parties. <laughs> more, um, more, more, but you want to split the party again? No, like parties. Oh, right. Sorry. More beach babes. Um, okay, you got my vote. Uh, and um, uh, like, I don't know, free shit. Free shit. Vote oh. for me. Free vote for Jeff. Free shit. <laughs> free shit. I like it. Huh. Vote for Jeff. That does sound like some of the real minor parties that are floating around at the moment. Like that, the, the weird parties still get made now. They just yeah, don't, they don't they get do in the very, government. They don't get far. No. Yeah. Well, as we've discovered, you only need 19 votes to get in, mm. in our country. Hang on, sorry. He had to have known more than 19 people, <laughs> just that, personally. That's true. So not even people that he knows personally are feeling an obligation to vote for him. Did his mum vote for him? I could get more than 19 votes. I reckon he I come from could. a big family. I've got more than 19 family members. 
done. Voting Sorted. below the line is, you know, it's a bit of an effort. How well do they know him? How much do they care about him? Like filling out all yeah, those boxes. Yeah, you're right. You're there for a while. Yeah. Just go above the line. Go get your sausage yeah. and get out of the and primary you school go, you're voting in. Yeah, Fraser. Yeah, yeah. I voted, voted yeah, for you below the line yeah. and voted for you afterwards. Oh, really? Lake. Yeah, I did yeah, both. Voting. Celebrated with a bit of boating on the arrow. Yeah. So I assume you'll get in because we all voted for you. And, and then voted. voted. For you. And then he checks, it comes out and he, 19. <laughs> his campaign manager, 19. <laughs> Our campaign team has got 24 <laughs> people in it. He just goes around the room. Trevor, who do you vote for? <laughs> Chris, who do you vote for? Trish, who do you vote for? He can't prove. I know oh, they all say, all right, we're going to have to go again. <laughs> five of you are lying at least. Start again. <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> You're waiting for Trevor to slip up. Uh, in 1917, with Britain pushing Australia for more soldiers to help in the war effort, Billy decided to try again for conscription. He held another plebiscite, another big vote, and asked the Australian voters if they thought men should be conscripted into the army. Billy Hughes went on a campaign around Australia, holding speaking engagements to try and convince people to vote for this conscription idea. And he really needed the state of Queensland to vote yes, so he headed there on a train. On November 29th, 1917, the train stopped at Warwick, just south of Toowoomba. Billy got off the train, put on his top hat, and stepped onto his soapbox to address the crowd that had gathered. A top hat? Mm. Oh, I don't like that. You don't yeah. like that? No. I thought you'd be well into that. He's really trying to make himself seem tall, standing in a soapbox, yeah. wearing a tall yeah, hat. Okay. He's got a really small man. dog next to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look how big I am yeah. for scale. He's holding an apple behind him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is a normal size apple. Yeah. Look how small it looks compared to me. <laughs> Why an apple? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I'm telling you, it was a mad dog. This is a forest behind me. <laughs> I'm massive, I'm huge. You should listen to me because I'm massive. Well, people had uh, gathered around to see what this massive man had to say. <laughs> God, he's a big one. He was, he was sitting on a, on a Shetland pony. Who <laughs> <laughs> was also on a soapbox. He actually arrived room. on a miniature train. <laughs> yeah. He was sitting on top of it. <laughs> toot, toot. Yeah. <laughs> I would have uh, thought, I'm thinking of more like how politicians these days will go out to the country and they'll put on an Akubra and they'll, and they'll wear jeans but a good shirt. Yeah, and but like boots no tie. A, no tie. Um, they might roll up the sleeves, um, you know, just to look like, a bit like this. look like the everyman. You know, I be- oh, I'm very comfortable on the land. And it's like, <laughs> what's that? that? A sheep? Oh, okay. Oh, oh. cool. <laughs> what's that woolly cow? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a weird-looking dog you guys have. <laughs> it's very small. That's what I'm picturing. But no, he turns in his no. tuxedo and a top hat. He looks great. Two of the crowd members uh, were local anti-conscription campaigners, Paddy Brosnan and his brother Bart. Bart the, Brosnan. Bart Brosnan. And Paddy Bros- Brosnan. Yeah. What do you reckon? No? Love it. Oh, thank goodness. Good. Love Paddy. I reckon, you, pa- I reckon you're going to like Paddy. I reckon I am too. Uh, the boys were fearful of being conscripted and midway through Hughes' speech, Paddy and Bart grabbed eggs from their pockets <laughs> and hurled them at the Prime Minister. They always get around with eggs. That was going to be their lunch. Just in case. Yeah. Cracking some, some. Uh, I was going to call them wet eggs. What do you call non-cooked eggs? Yeah, wet eggs. Wet eggs. Cracking <laughs> a couple of wet <laughs> eggs into there. Chuck us a couple of wetties. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's about knockoff time. Want to have a couple of wetties? <laughs> want to wet your whistle? Sure do. <laughs> <laughs> I want to crack a wetty into a whirlpool. Evan, can you make it look like an egg's going into my mouth? Oh, I don't. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Evan, can we do that again but make it look slightly wetter? 
Oh, that's a wetty. Look at that drip. Oh, Look at it drip. Eye. Oh, it's in your beard. Oh, oh God. No. Oh, put it away, son. You can get it anyhow. Matter of fact, I got it now. The big Australian thirst needs a big wet egg. <laughs> wet eggs. Do you mean raw? Raw eggs. <laughs> <laughs> raw eggs. That's it. That's like my mind as well. It was funny that like chickens would be like, I mean raw eggs. <laughs> this is their natural state. Yeah, it's an egg. It's an egg. Just call natural it egg. natural egg. Just call it an egg. Call it an egg. I, I think, call an egg I an think egg. it's an egg when it's just raw and then you have to specify what you've done to it. What have you done to that <laughs> egg? Excuse me, sir. What have you done to that egg? <laughs> I can't talk about it during this time slot, sir. <laughs> what have you done to that wet egg? The default egg is a raw wet egg. That's a wet egg. A wet egg. A raw wet egg. That's you made the it longer. Default. That's the default. Well, and just to be clear, they've thrown two wet eggs. They're not hard boiled or anything. Okay. Yeah. These are wet eggs. So okay. what's that in your pocket? A default raw wet egg? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just wanted to be clear. <laughs> yeah, that's them being patted down by security before going in. Oh, please, a raw wet egg. Please oh, proceed. Looks like you've built up a bit of a thirst. <laughs> you, got, you got a spare one for me? <laughs> yeah. What can you drink and eat at the same time? Wetty. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. I got to get something off my chest. Okay. I ate. Your last biscuit. I was that saving been, them for my wedding. That has been stress. <laughs> that has been stressing me out. I'm so sorry. I feel a lot better to get that off my chest. You know, keeping things bottled up can affect people negatively, and that had been affecting me. And that feel that's a weight off my shoulder. Yeah. It was delicious. I'm not sorry, but I did take the last biscuit that he was saving for his wedding. I didn't know that. <laughs> That is upsetting to hear, but I think I'm going to have to get some uh, positive coping skills, learn to set some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you could give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so it's very convenient. It's flexible. You can fit it around your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You too can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com D-G-O today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P.com slash D-G-O. So they both threw these wet eggs. Bart's missed. But Paddy, his egg hit Hughes in the head and knocked his top hat clean off. Yeah. That would have been fun. That is a bullseye. That would have felt so satisfying. That is a bullseye. This angered Prime Minister Billy Hughes to the extreme and he made a beeline for the crowd, even reaching into his coat for his revolver. (laughs) No, that, that seems fair. No, that seems fair. I mean, One throw an egg, you retaliate by shooting them. We're at war. Yeah. With, with egg throwers. Why was the Prime Minister carrying a revolver? Well, he pulled out the, the revolver. He went to pull out a revol- revolver only to discover that he'd left it on the train. Oh, no. <laughs> what a way to find out. That is the it. only thing that stopped a sitting Prime Minister from shooting a civilian. He'd but he would have ever known who it was, shooting a crowd. <laughs> he made a beeline for the crowd. All right, that's it. Can you make a beeline for a mass like that? <laughs> what about he gets everyone to show their hands if there's any remnants of egg? <laughs> and if you've got it. Bang. I love the idea that there'd be remnants of egg from throwing a hard 
Yeah. Shell the, the only person who's got remnants is like his political advisor who's had egg sprayed on them. <laughs> from oh, this him. guy. He threw it. He must have thrown it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill him to be sure. So he doesn't have his own gut on him. So the Prime Minister then demanded local police sergeant, Sergeant Kenny, arrest the egg throwers immediately. Only for the officer to reply, quote, I deal only in Queensland law. This is a Commonwealth matter. End quote. Okay. Well, that's a so he's like, confusing sentence. This isn't my jurisdiction. This is not. This is not my jurisdiction. Jurisdiction. You're a prime minister. What I only do local Queensland law. What did he say? Ideal. Ideal only in Queensland law. So state oh, law. Ideal only in Queensland law. <laughs> I thought it was some ye oldie talk. Ideal only in Queensland law. <laughs> <laughs> I was so baffled. I'm so sorry if I put a comma ideal. in there. Ideal. Right. Well, that makes that makes a lot of sense. That's to just... pray tell ideal. <laughs> So that's funny. It's like, oh, no, egg throwing. That's that's a federal matter. <laughs> that's a federal offence, which it, at the moment doesn't exist. Is he saying only because it was involving the Prime Minister? The Prime or Minister, basically yeah, he saying, was saying, I don't want to do that? A little of both. So the Prime Minister saying, uh, do this. And he's like, well, I don't answer to you. You're the Prime Minister. I answer to the state. And early on in Australia, the states had a lot more power than uh, federal governments. Yeah. And it was slowly like dished up. So they from the states to the, uh, yeah, pushed up in egg form <laughs> to scrambled. the federal government. They took it piece by piece. <laughs> Those wild dogs in Canberra, hey? There's clowns up there in the big top. Tell it like Are it they is. They're clowns and dogs. <laughs> They're clown dogs. Whoa. Circus dogs. Circus animals. Clownfish. No, absolutely not. Okay, sorry, too far. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, so Hughes said, arrest this man. Police officer said, absolutely not. Hughes was fuming over this. Paddy and Bart did get beaten up by the crowd because oh, there God. were lots of Hughes supporters. A bit like uh, Egg Boy was taken away <laughs> yeah. and headlocked or At and least they were pinned. beaten up. Oh, thank goodness. Because, I mean, <laughs> I feel like being shot to death might have been an overstep, but beaten by a mob, that feels about right for throwing an egg. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. They, I mean, right. they knocked off his hat. Oh, I know. And it was and a I'm nice furious. It was a nice hat. No, it was his best hat. It wouldn't have broken on the hat. It would have bounced off and broken on the advisor. Yeah. But the hat hit the ground and might have got a bit of dust on it. Yeah. Ooh, dusty hat for the Prime Minister. Yeah. How do you get dust out of a hat? I'm Arrest this man. Yeah. <laughs> I do not deal in fashion, please. <laughs> That's actually where he got the nickname Paddy because he was there trying to pat the dust off the hat. Yeah. His name was actually Gregory. Gregory. Yeah. <laughs> Gregory Brosnan. Brosnan. Well, uh, so the police officer still refused to arrest these men, but they were assaulted. Hughes got back on the train and resumed his journey, but the egging and the police's inability to stop the assault really stuck with him. He decided the only way to uphold federal authority was by creating a separate Commonwealth police force. Hughes moved quickly, and the Commonwealth police commissioner was appointed just a couple of weeks later in December 1917. This police force became the Australian Federal Police in 1979, oh. which still exists. So basically, we have a federal police force because of Paddy Brosnan, the original <laughs> egg boy. That's why it was started. That's cool. So weird. So 2019 egg boy might have inspired an action figure, but 1917 egg boy inspired an entire police force. I love it. And their, fir- their only law at first, the only thing they were able to... Um, how good are me talking now? Mm. Enforce? <laughs> enforce. <laughs> Could enforce the egg-related crimes. Egg uh, yeah, the, the rule book only has one so far. If anyone knocks off the Prime Minister's hat with an egg, <laughs> we can kill them. <laughs> Legally. Prime, 
So most of our days are sitting around, but um, <laughs> you know we're we're always vigilant. <laughs> Whenever a prime minister wearing a hat, well, we we crack in action, yeah. so to speak. Sorry about that pun, accidental. We crack in action <laughs> in case there's a crack on the hat, and if there is, then yeah, we will sh- we will kill a man, <laughs> or boy or child or dog. <laughs> we don't care who throws it. I mean, we've been looking into it. Some dogs can throw eggs now. I read it somewhere. What about women? Well, throwing eggs. Good luck with those dainty arms. <laughs> Don't reckon. I've never seen it. I'm in character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded so much so similar to your usual opinion, so it was really hard to mm. tell. Yeah, but with a slightly different voice. Is that a different voice? I don't know. <laughs> oh, we're going British now. Okay. <laughs> so there's the homicide squad, the drug squad, and the egg squad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the EEA. Cover all the bases. And as for the plebiscite. 13 days later, Australians rejected conscription by an even greater margin than the first. I don't know if that's Egg Boy related, but I'm going to claim it. Yeah. It does feel like Billy Hughes. Take the message, mate. Yeah, come on. Come, come on, on, Billy Boy. Come on. Hughesy. Start a new party, your dog. Hughesy. <laughs> Start a new party, your literal dog. He, he probably did. <laughs> the, the anti-egg party. So wait, so how many parties did you say he went through? Uh, six, but he's kicked out of three. <laughs> did he get kicked out of his own one? Yeah, the Labour. He got kicked out of Labour. Well, no, but was... I mean his new one, the one he invented. Oh, no, I don't think so. He just left that one of his own accord. Well, that one did eventually dissolve, yeah. But in 1952, Paddy Brosnan, <gasps> the original... Did he egg the coffin? <laughs> no, I wish he I could He to the funeral and he egged the coffin. Knocked the lid off the coffin. <laughs> and the he's that good. That's what Billy would have wanted. He's being buried naked too, so he's knocked the lid off and everyone's just like, oh! All he's got, he's got a gun like, taped to his side. It's what he would have wanted. Uh, but in 1952, the original Egg Boy looked back on the incident when Prime Minister Billy Hughes sadly died, saying he did it simply because, quote, he didn't want to be conscripted. Paddy also sent a telegram of condolence to Mary, the widow of Billy Hughes. Oh, that's nice. Nothing personal. Uh, the egg-throwing incident, or the Warwick egg incident, is commonly referred to as the Weggy by Warwick locals and has been reenacted on special occasions, including on the 90th, and the 100th anniversaries of the incident. <laughs> the Weggy! The Weggy! That sounds like an awards system. Apparently, I think it's quite a cult uh, thing in that area. Like they're really camp, proud of it. But around the rest of Australia, it's not very well known, this incident. But around there, they know the Weggy. The Weggies. That's great. Is there a red carpet for the Weggies? <laughs> oh, absolutely. What are you, who are you wearing? <laughs> who are you wearing for the Australia's Weggies? most prestigious award. Sorry, Logie. Weggy, Logie. Yeah. Surely. Big time. Uh, and I, but I'm sad to report that I've, there's a video on YouTube that we will link in the description. You can watch them reenact it for the 100th anniversary. And I'm sad to say that during the 100th anniversary reenactment of the egg throwing, they missed. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Who do you choose to... Not a woman. I mean, not a woman. <laughs> <laughs> like, would you get, like, your best, I don't know, cricket player or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, warning out baseball, there. Baseball, I reckon. You're baseball, on your pitcher. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, someone who's got or softball. Pre- precision. <laughs> a bit of underarm? Yeah, that could work, whatever. It doesn't matter how you throw the egg. It's about hitting the target. Mm. It could be a, net, it could be a netballer, Jess. could be a netballer. Yeah, what? see? I don't mind. Men, you lob men it up. can play netball. <laughs> what? Yeah, men can play netball. So you lob it up and it comes down. <laughs> <laughs> but no touching no and touching. don't move your feet. Could you be, you can pivot, one pivot foot. <laughs> and only the goal shooter. I played a little netball. So it could don't be a lot that. of sport. I've never played netball. Don't look at me like I'm, I'm the queen of netball. I hate netball. Um, so who do you think egged it better? The original Egg Boy 1917 or Will Connolly 2019? 
Hmm. Uh, I reckon the throw, knocking off a hat, ending conscription. Because that is a throw. So Igbo, and as a prime minister, Igbo was more of a, a slap. Yeah. Egg. Yeah. You got to say, it was a close Patty. range. Yeah, super. If you'd missed, then you'd be disappointed. Oh, that'd be so embarrassing. So we're saying, who do we think was? Yeah, there? who egged it? Who egged it better? The Weggy or Egg Boy? I think it was the Weggy. He yeah. he knocked off a hat, did it from distance. It was a prime minister rather than like a fringe senator. Mm. It all seemed bigger and better to me. I'm going to say modern Egg Boy because he's gone on to uh, use his profile to be an activist for things. Modern I don't know egg what, boy. but. He's and you know donated that money. Yeah, that was really. That That's was, good. That was good. I reckon current egg boy, but until the next egg boy. That's right. There who, will always be another egg boy. Like, it's like the, the phantom. Yeah. Every generation. There's a new egg boy. A new egg boy. The the ghost who eggs. <laughs> that sounds like a ghost farted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's part of it as yeah. well. That's how they get anointed. A ghost farts on you. I'm going to throw an egg at him. I'm a politician today. Okay. Got that uh, ghost eggy smell. (laughs) And ghosts have horrible diets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't eat much. It's something like the mix between a vegan and a meat eater. You know, the two worst farters there are. (laughs) Well, that's it for the 1917 egg throwing incident. Let us know in the comments who you thought egged it better. No, bit of engagement going on. Weggy, Weggy uh, or modern eggy. egg boy, or <laughs> ghost the eggy. ghost two eggs. The ghost two eggs. They keep getting higher and higher. <laughs> and that's how they ascend into yeah. the afterlife. Uh, you- I've got a little unfinished business. <laughs> <laughs> All done. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Their ascension sound also sounds like a fart because it is. They fart powder into the sky. <laughs> yeah, how do ghosts fly with farts? Hot air. Hot air rises. And they're very light, ghosts. Very light. Very light. <laughs> they don't have any sort of mortal coil, which I believe means <laughs> something or other. We out yet? No, because I'm going to say this is a spin-off of our podcast. Do go on with over 200 episodes to listen to. So if you like this topic, check out some of our other political episodes like The Disappearing Prime Minister, Harold Holt, Assassin John Wilkes Booth, or The Canadian October Crisis. Who could forget that episode? Am I right, Jeff? I don't remember the last two. <laughs> we have fun here. <laughs> uh, subscribe for free on your favourite podcast app and be sure to subscribe to this channel to check out our other videos. Dave. Should I listen to our podcast? I think you should. I forget. Are you in the room when we're doing it? <laughs> well, <laughs> arguably. Physically, yes. Right. Up here, 50-50. Your egg ghost is off with other business. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's powering down. Oh. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.